You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. Let's talk pre-selling or down-selling. Hi, I'm Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. And I want to talk to you a little bit about oh, almost a downsell, but not quite a downsell, but more of a pre-sell. It will make more sense when I start talking about it, I promise. This is an add-on from last week's program where we spoke about upselling. If you haven't listened to it already, it's worth a listen to. You can head back to episode 3.3 or season 3, episode 3, where we talk about upselling and how you can do that with courses. Kind of interesting. And there are a couple of things in there that I don't think businesses are doing. So worth going back and having a listen to. Having said which, that is not what we're talking about today. Today is all about downselling, pre-selling, cross-selling. I don't know. There's a couple of ways we can talk about this. Ultimately, what I want you to think about today is what you can sell people before they buy your course, product or service. And so what I really want you to think about here is the way you can use courses to help prime your audience for the thing that you really want them to buy, which might be bigger, more expensive, or they might just not be ready for yet. So these are likely to be freebies or lower priced programs that are an ideal lead in or step in to something that you want them to buy next. There's a couple of ways you can do this. And the reason I call this downselling, pre-selling, cross-selling is because it can be used in all of those ways. For example, if they land on your course page and they're not interested in the course and you've maybe you've sent them a couple of sales emails, what you might do once the cart has closed is offer a smaller program that's for people who weren't quite ready for that big program, especially those who looked at the sales page a couple of times because they were obviously curious. They were obviously interested, but perhaps it was the size of the program or the price of the program that stopped them from clicking buy. So why not offer them a smaller version? a downsell from that thing that they really wanted and just weren't ready for. It's where you can use pre-selling as well. So let's say you've got people who are coming to buy your products and services that just aren't quite ready yet. You can use courses as a pre-sell. Now I have a couple of great examples of this. I have a close friend who is an OBM, an online business manager. And when we were talking about using courses, she had said to me, my clients don't want courses. They come to me because they're already too busy. They're overwhelmed and they just want me to manage it for them. They just want my services and my time. They do not want to program. And she wasn't wrong. She was very, very right. And I have that that problem too sometimes, right? When clients come to me for course creation, as a general rule, they want to pay me to build the course for them. They don't want necessarily to, to have a course about doing a course, to learn the course, right? You just want someone to do the bloody thing for you and I get it. So she was in the same boat as an, as an online business manager. Her clients don't want a program. They just want her services. And I completely understand that. But what we did talk about was what about the people who aren't quite ready yet, So they would love an online business manager, but they just can't afford one yet. And so what we could look at doing for her was putting together a couple of programs which helped people increase their turnover or their profitability. So if they wanted an online business manager, but weren't quite in a position to be able to afford one yet, then what we needed to do was help them to get to that position to be able to afford one. So they're already interested in her services. They love the idea of having one, but they're just not quite ready yet. So why not offer them a smaller fee for a program that helps them put better systems in place, that helps them increase their sales, that helps them increase their profitability so that we have a thriving business. So they are in a position to come back and hire her because they're now in a successful position to be able to do that. Not only one, have we improved their business, which is great as well, but two, we've shown that they're able to trust us. 
now that they know you know what you're talking about. They trust that you can do the things you say you're going to do. And so when it comes time for an online business manager, when it comes time for an OBM, they know they're coming back to you because they already love your stuff. They love your content and you help them get to a position where they were ready for one. They're definitely coming back to you. Another way you could look at this is I have a close friend who's a Facebook ad specialist. She's very, very good at what she does. But what she knows is that if you come to her and ask for Facebook ads, is that Facebook ads don't solve all problems. You need to be in a position where you've got a good lead magnet. You need to be in a position where you've got a good email system or email funnel. You need to be in a position where you've got a a well-converting sales page. And if you don't have these things, throwing money at Facebook ads, sure, it might send you more traffic, might send more people to your, your page or might send more people to your funnel. But if your funnel isn't working or your lead magnet isn't working or your sales page isn't working, then you're not going to get any more sales. You're just going to get more clicks. And she knows this. So she could take their money and run ads for them anyway, but she doesn't, which is why she's a good friend because we have similar values. She wouldn't just take money knowing that it won't work. And so instead what she's done is she's built a Facebook ads prep program, which teaches people all the things they need to do to be in a really good position before they start paying for Facebook ads. It teaches them about having a great lead magnet. It teaches them about having a good email funnel. It teaches them about having great sales pages so that then when they are in a position where they are already converting sales, they can come to her, they can put money into Facebook ads and they can increase the number of sales because they know the system's already working. So having a course that prepped people to be ready for her service was an incredibly smart thing for her to do because it meant that her clients were going to get better results, which is great for her. But it also meant she didn't have to try and faff around with all that stuff, helping people get ready, which took away her time from helping clients who were well-paying and were ready for her because instead she's got a program that teaches them how to do that themselves. In these two examples, what you're doing is you're helping your clients get ready for the thing that is your signature program or signature service or the thing you want them to buy. So normally that's a more expensive program or service that not everyone is quite ready for yet. And so having a course that is a bit of a downsell or a pre-sell is the perfect way to help them get ready for using your products and services. I use a similar thing. So I've got a five-day course clarity program. And what it does is it takes people through just some of the questions that I would probably ask them if we were starting to talk about if they were ready for a course. It starts to think about things like your target market. It helps you start to think about what your course is actually going to cover. It helps you start to look at some market validation and see if there's a need for your program. These are all things that I want course creators to have done before they jump in at the deep end in creating a program because I know stopping and thinking about these questions first is going to help them make a better course. And so by having that available to my list and, and to people on my website, it means that I know they're going to get better results with their course. I know they're going to get a feel for what I'm like and my style. And I know that when they're ready then for a program, they're likely to come back and talk to me because they trust me because they've seen my stuff. They know it works. It's helped them clear their head and now they're ready to move forward. So what I want you to do today, this is your action step because you can't build a course by listening to me rant about courses. You have to go away and do something is I want you to take a moment to think about where you're selling something that some people might not be quite ready for yet. So if you've got a signature program that's um, fairly expensive, or if you've got a signature service that again is is fairly expensive, what you might want to do is offer a free or low priced program to help people get ready to get them into a position where they are ready to invest in you. And this is a great way to warm your leads and a great way to pre-qualify any of those leads so that they're ready to purchase from you. Have a look at the things you are offering and really think about, is there something people need to know before they purchase from me? 
Is there something people need to have done before they purchase from me? Or is there a thing, a system or a process that they need to go through to be ready to work with me? And if the answer to any of those questions was yes, that might be the perfect thing for a course that's like a companion program, a pre-sale or a downsell for people who didn't buy the big program in the first launch. Have a really good think about it. And by all means, feel free to reach out, hit me up on Instagram or Facebook if you've got some ideas, because it's the kind of thing I really love having a think about. I think there are so many opportunities here to be able to support your clients, to get them ready for you that people just aren't making the most of. Okay, it's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it. Stop them in the street. Okay, don't stop them in the street. But please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes. And better still, leave a review podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode. Lastly, why not come over and join my free Facebook group? Simply search content into courses inside Facebook. There's some good interaction that happens on over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer all of your questions and to give some live tips and tricks. And you get to learn from other course creators about all the things you can do to grow your course and your audience. That's it for this time. But as always, I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.